0: Welcome to the Coaching Kids Curling Podcast. My name is Glenn Gabriel, and I'm a certified curling coach who lives in Pickering, Ontario, Canada. The goal of this podcast is to give you, the youth curling coach and organizer, the advice, resources, and inspiration you need to make your program better. In today's episode, I'll give you the lowdown on Little Rock's bond spiels. What are they? And when should your kids start playing in one? I realize that many of you listening are youth curling coaches and program organizers, so if you already know this stuff, I apologize in advance. I just wanted to make sure that we're talking about the same things and help those who are new to the sport. What is a Bonspiel? A Bonspiel, to put it simply, is a curling tournament. Most commonly, it's a one day competition between teams from different curling clubs, and, in Ontario at least, They're usually held on Saturdays. When it comes to Little Rocks or the U12 age group, it typically consists of two 6-end games with lunch in between and prizes and awards at the end. Either they use regular adult rocks, which are about 44 pounds of granite, or they use light rocks, which are about half the weight of adult rocks, about 22 pounds of plastic. There's usually a registration fee per child. Anywhere from thirty dollars to fifty dollars. And unless your club's hosting it, you usually have to travel to another curling club, which usually means getting in the car early in the morning. When it's all said and done, a Bonspiel is a commitment. It can take up your whole Saturday. So what are the benefits of Bonspiel play? First, it's an introduction to quote real competition. In many sports, a regular game is included into the schedule. For example, when I used to play house league softball, we would usually have one practice a week and one game a week. Curling is unlike those sports, because we don't have a regular scheduled game with teams from other clubs. In many cases, a bon spiel is a kid's first taste of quote, real competition, at least against kids who are not in your program. Another benefit of bond spiels is that you get to see your kids go outside their comfort zone. As a coach and parent, you get to see what your kids have learned at practice and how they actually use it in a game situation. You can also determine what they need to improve on and work on at the next practice. Finally, bond spiels are fun. Your kids get to meet kids from other clubs. They get to eat a lot of food and snacks. And they can win prizes, too. It's a fun day. So when should kids start playing in them? That's the million-dollar question. Each bond spiel may have its own age limits, but there is no standard answer to this question. Each program organizer makes their own decisions and have their own criteria as to when a child is ready to play in a bond spiel. Here are some of the factors that I personally consider when it comes to deciding whether or not a child is ready to play in a bond spiel. Have they learned the basics of sweeping and delivery? Can they get a rock and play? Do they know where to stand during a game? Can they get along with their teammates? Can they follow instructions? Can they play without constant supervision or reminders? Do they want to play in a bond spiel? I consider each child on a case-by-case basis. Some kids will be ready in weeks, and others will take years. Much of it depends on their developmental age. For example, a very young kid may not be able to throw a rock into play because they aren't physically mature yet. No matter what your criteria, you need to explain your process to the parents early in the season. Send the parents an email with that information and discuss it at your parents' meeting at the beginning of the season. Ask all the parents if their kid wants to play in a Bonspiel. Even if you know their kid isn't ready, it's still a good sign if a child wants to play in one. Over the years, my opinion on whether a child is ready for bondspiel play has changed. Today, I've relaxed my restrictions, so I'm more likely to let a kid play in a Bonspiel if they're slightly not ready especially if their first bondspiel will be our own bondspiel, where we have on-ice coaching. As a program organizer, it's extremely helpful if you have a parent or volunteer who is responsible for your bondspiel teams. Some of their duties may include organizing teams, handling registration and payment, collecting money from parents, being the official team contact, and then forwarding details about the bondspiel to the parents. That person can also be responsible for borrowing specific equipment from your club, for example, brooms, stabilizers, sliders, and then returning those items afterwards. When it comes to the actual teams, you can ask your fellow coaches for their thoughts, like which positions should the kids play. You can also ask your coaches if someone's willing to be their team coach that day. For new players, it's really an advantage to have a coach in your corner that day and it's super convenient if that coach also happens to be one of the parents of the team members. A bond spiel is something that every curler should experience at least once in their lives. They're fun and exciting, and for many kids, it's the first taste of competition outside of their home club. That said, I want to emphasize one very important point. At this age level, U12, or Little Rocks, the purpose of bond Spiels isn't winning. Yes, it's great to see our kids succeed, but sometimes parents and coaches can value winning above everything. Our number one job is to prepare our kids for competitive play. Not just the technical skills, but things like sportsmanship, etiquette, handshakes, learning to play in other environments, treating people well, facing competitive pressure, and learning how to handle it. We have to strike a balance between active coaching and just letting the kids learn and make decisions on their own. Bond are just a tool to achieve our goal. In an upcoming episode of this podcast, I'll discuss whether you should organize your own Little Rocks Bond spiel. I'll also do my best to convince you not to do it. However, if you decide to go ahead with it anyway, I'll give you some tips to get you started. Okay, now it's time for this week's Coaching tidbit. In this segment, I share a piece of coaching information that might help you in your coaching education. In the latest episode of the Inside Curling podcast, Warren Hansen and Kevin Martin interview the reigning Briar champion, Brad Gushu. There were two pieces of information that interested me. First, he didn't start curling until he was 13. And second, he curled with his daughter in the Newfoundland and Labrador Mixed Doubles Provincial Championship last season. Give that episode of Inside Curling a listen. This has been the Coaching Kids Curling Podcast. To reach me, Coach Glenn, please email coachingkidscurling at gmail.com. To subscribe to our podcast, visit our website at coachingkidscurling.com. Com. You can also find show notes and links to the resources mentioned in this episode and in previous episodes. The intro and outro music was Golden Sunrise by Josh Woodward. Thanks for listening. Good luck and good curling.